0: This time last year, we perused the space in the USS Post Show. It was Commander's Log, and it was an experiment that benefited the best for all of us here in the USS Post Show. It's Global boy Boys, Chief Command Officer, first officer, if you will, of this vessel. Season four is happening. So even the captain's not here quite yet. Can I say, let's fly. <laughs> Let's get right into it. Permission to come aboard,
1: Captain. Bone to bone to bone. Ah! We're back, baby. Mr. voice you are like a brand new case of Romulan ale wow. <laughs> on all levels. Oh, I
0: appreciate you, Cap. I, I love it, man. Starbase 80. We got off the Starbase for a little bit. We're hanging back in the US's post show, man. How how was your hiatus? Do you even believe in hiatuses?
1: Hiatus. I. Hayatai are are for lesser men. Uh, <laughs> no, you know what it is. It is. Uh, y- you inspired me so much. So I went out and I created Starbase 80. And you and I, of course, have made some excellent hours of uh, television. I don't know what yeah, to call I don't it.
0: Know what this is. is this in a box? I don't
1: know. Content. I, <laughs> yeah. It, and uh, and what, what a treat it is to be back where it all started right here. Aboard the USS Post Show.
0: Oh, absolutely. Commanders logs in the your home for discovery and strange new worlds content for Starbase 80. If you're not following it already, you should follow it now because it has everything else. Deep dive stuff, some of the new stuff as well, even Picard I think. You're taking Picard as well, or
1: yeah, we're gonna we're gonna uh do some Picard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah.
0: I mean, he, he is. He is fantastic. He said, Shut up, Wesley. Uh, <laughs> ah, ah. Not about that. It's about Discovery, man. Season four. I'm not sure when you watched it. I watched it at seven o'clock this morning, Pacific Damn. time. I woke up early just to watch it because uh, I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. But I was also very, very old, so I had a nap first. Uh, <laughs> ah, <laughs> overall ah. thoughts of yeah. the episode? I mean, I know everyone was saying Sergeant Discovery Season three was had some good things, some things we need to work on. It's kind of a soft reboot in such a way, man. What was your thought?
1: You know, it's interesting because Star Trek is the show that we talk about when when you hear someone say it really starts to get great around the third ep- uh, third season. True. True. <laughs> I mean, every single Trek that I can think of starts getting great third season going forward including Enterprise. Uh and we'll see with oh. Picard. But but I have to say uh Discovery is um discovery is the flagship show right now it (laughs) is the trek show hi kirsten hey it it is the show that um you're gonna see state-of-the-art special effects you're gonna see the best writing you're gonna see the best producing um uh, not necessarily the best casts because all the casts are good in their own way and uh and just the whole cutting edge of this show—it's—it's it's just delicious. I love it.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, delicious is the best way to describe it. I mean, it. it, it this episode starts off very much what they call immediate rest. If you guys went to film school, I did, and they let me graduate. Well, Uh, you know, uh, because I was kind of of expecting the the static shot and and the stars and like space, (laughs) the still final frontier, you know what I mean? Uh, This one actually goes right into it and almost a diplomatic mission Michael Burnham being dilithium UPS, I mean, thoughts about this (laughs) having her be in the action
1: (laughs) Well, um, we did get the promise uh, at the end of season three that uh, this newly discovered dilithium was going to change everything. It was going to change the economy of uh the the galaxy. It was gonna yeah. change uh it was gonna change uh the futures of several different planets and of course most personally to the story it was gonna make Starfleet a thing again yeah, and yeah. so we've jumped ahead a few uh a few months I believe um Five five months from, from where we left off. And in that time, they have added another 50% uh, of the number of planets they had in the federation and that's exciting to know although i may be jumping ahead by, Wait, by you quoting you did
0: math uh, oh we're not doing the whole act by act breakdown right so please jump all ahead baby it's all about <laughs> overall feelings about the show because as yeah. uh, someone who was uh again three years ago last week first ever time sitting down and watching star trek so this is like homecoming for me uh and i like the fact there's some shifts there but kind of bummed out that they can explicitly say this that it's going to be a really more science focused show we have all that space mumbo jumbo uh right. which i'm so glad about but for me personally that opening sequence um and I, I always say this if it's your first time to the show welcome i make the same two references all season it's archie <laughs> comics and <laughs> the green lantern that's it <laughs> but but it seems it seems very green lantern i'm just alien planet that's not quite hostile but the kind of jerks in the galactic dicks if you will and them trying to make things happen things break down so how how'd it work for you that intro with the uh asheans the, the the butterfly race that sounds
1: right. That sounds right. Yeah. and yeah, and I have to say, um, and and maybe this is just like the old man, uh, perspective. <laughs> <Off my lawn. laughs> but but talking to these aliens, um, who are not butterfly people. Sure, they're not. I love that joke. They're flying <laughs> with butterfly wings. Uh, they, yeah. they wear butterflies as masks. Anyway, yeah. uh, I, that was beautiful. By the way, wear I your mask, all All that. <laughs> Yeah, wear your mask. I'm in a political. It's (laughs) minutes (laughs) in. Let's make that stand. We're taking that stand. Um, What I loved about the this was here they are trying to give like the sales pitch, and the people they're talking to. Who it turns out the main guy is the emperor. So they started at the top. Very smart. Good for them. Oh yeah. And. And he is giving them, okay, you haven't had d- to do this yet, Flobo. But when you have to deal with a teenager, that's oh. what it looks and sounds like.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I DJ wedding. Uh, bar Mitzvah is in 216 I hate it. Seriously, as, as someone who DJs everything, that 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 Bar Mitzvah, Queen Senara, Sweet 16 is the worst. Oh, my <laughs>
1: the God. worst. I mean, I know it's a cliche by now, but it's a cliche because it's true, which is sometimes kids who are super smart and super like trying to get into their independence and just like they counter everything. And, uh, oh my gosh, these people are so hard for Burnham and book to talk to because, oh, well you think you're better than us. Oh, well then you, you have another life form. You didn't tell us about it's a carnivore. We don't do carnivores here. Like, yeah. This is like arguing with every fourteen-year-old vegan I've ever had to deal with. Oh man,
0: don't have kids, man. <laughs> John, totally right up here. If you have kids in the back, I'm
1: telling you, <laughs> if you have kids, know what you're getting into, and leave them at a traffic stop. And just go. <laughs> Protest for our captain uh
0: yeah i it was it was interesting i loved it the fact they started with the actually we saw a lot more of what michael burnham's captain was yes. i was slightly concerned i would say 19 percent concerned that uh in the growth of Michael, which I like, I was feeling that that Vulcan side was kind of going like, me, But we got some Vulcan-esque scenes later on that kind of made up for that. But she's kind of a cocksure, kind of like Kirk, able to do things but have the calculator risk underneath it. Uh, Where does she stand now for you and the captain's ranking? I know every Trek fan has one.
1: So fascinating where we are right now because I have to say, I see exactly what you're saying in terms of, I now compare her to a Kirk. And 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 very directly to to a kirk uh which is great that just shows they're doing their job and and one of the reasons why is um if anything this episode seemed to me like they weren't going we're going to compete with other star trek shows they were going we're going to compete with star trek movies oh it's yeah like jumping off the cliff thing there's always a cliff that's like straight out of star trek beyond that's like it's so if i if i'm remembering that correctly it's so like modern trek which is perfectly okay cuz this is modern trek um Ooh. and and we get a very sort of offhand jokey cute conversation between uh burnham and book when they uh do uh finish this diplomatic mission and they are back uh, aboard discovery and uh he's saying you know you pretty much just got us all killed and that's like a joke, but right. what I love about this episode is they revisit that, and it is not a joke. It is oh, yeah. so much a, a tone setter for the rest of the series, as far as I can see.
0: Well, let's get into it. Uh, we have Relic. Who is like, really? Am I right? Uh <laughs> after an- announcing the Archer space talk, I'm like, man, just naming things after old white people. No, I'm just kidding. I'm t- it's totally fine. It's totally fine. It's a good guy. Oh uh, but my she- <laughs> <God>. <laughs> For, of all the guys, it's fine, fine. Um, but she she is is a, a big deal. A big deal with Starfleet being announced, the academy is back and all that. Yes, and she looks yeah. to be a villain, but she also has her own sets of morals. Before we get to the I guess the villain of the week, which I guess was that, the whole thing with the ships. Thoughts about her as a character and her dynamic with the crew.
1: Isn't that interesting? We meet the president now. Now the Starfleet's not the biggest thing in the world, uh, sure. universe uh, right. right now. Starfleet is still uh, in, as we say in sports, and uh, I know nothing about sports. The rebuilding phase.
0: That's exactly what it is. Yeah.
1: So we're- as a
0: Mets fan, I know I'm all about that. Building <laughs> in the past thirty years.
1: Decades of rebuilding. Yeah. <laughs> much, much love and respect uh to sports fans. You you get your hearts broken a lot more than just us pure geeks. Uh, the uh the president. Okay, so the actress playing her didn't do my homework. Uh the actress playing her
0: Sheila plays... Horzal? Horzal.
1: C H uh, Sheila?
0: Sheila, Sheila Horzel. Horzel? Uh,
1: Sheila is. Uh, she played um, Doctor Watson's wife in the um, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Sherlock Holmes movies.
0: Oh wow! You talk about did not do your homework. That is a very deep cut, sir.
1: Well, I mean, that's just one of those like, where have I seen that tall blonde before? Where have I seen her? Where have I seen her? Oh, wait, was Star
0: remember? Trek redheads from last season. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, now, now for me, it's the tall chicks. <laughs> uh, and, so she's really i you know i'm six foot four of course it's gonna don't catch my eye but hey but what i what i uh dig is yeah um it's very important and modern trek knows this for our heroes not to be full establishment. And the way you do that is you show that the establishment doesn't quite click with them. And that makes sense. You know, you don't have a maverick without that person breaking rules and without the rules people being like, hey, you're no hero. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't I don't I admire your accomplishments, but I don't admire your methods. Yeah. You need that tension. Uh, and we have it. That's really cool. Um, So I'm digging that. I'm also digging that she is smart and capable. She's able to do stuff. She's not just a helpless ninny, um, which a lot of times the red tape people are. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she is very much opposed to our Captain Burnham. And that's a good place to start season four, I think.
0: Right, right. Look, I have Uh, faith in you, but... (laughs)
1: yes um you know and sadly by the time we got to the end of the episode because i I was just riding that wave i was like this is really interesting and by the time we get there i go oh i get it this is always going to be the case she is burnham could be just simply a savior she could just simply be the biggest hero in all of starfleet and that would be boring Right. So how, how do you beat that? How do you beat her her capabilities, her her talents, her her specialness? How do you beat that? How do you make yeah. that not everything? You you put an administrator over her who goes, <laughs> I just don't trust you. Your decisions are not that great. And you're not <laughs> <tape>. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, it, it makes sense. I also love that the Admiral is now our friend. The Admiral is oh, now yeah. part of the family. Because I mean, he's season, getting out
0: husband and wife time. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. yeah. Breaking,
1: breaking the, the tension there. He gets to see his kids. He gets to see his wife. It's kind of beautiful. And there's a lot of affection between the Admiral and uh, Burnham now. And it took us a year plus to get there. And that is right. That's how it should be. That stuff should not be simple.
0: He didn't really defend her, though. And we're like, well, I'm going to your ship, sucker. He was like, well, I mean, she can.
1: <laughs> and that's another great thing. So now the Admiral is not like, it's not all about you, Burnham. He's not like that. He's like, hey, you know the rules, right? She's the president. She can pretty much, you know, wear your clothes. She can do whatever she <laughs> wants. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. She she can pet grudge. She can do whatever she wants. She's the president. She's a queen, mate. Like, she's a queen and we we now have i I love Burnham is high up so that like her enemy is not like some you know diplomat or some senator. Her enemy, and it's a soft word I'm using here, is her boss is her boss. So yeah, I minimal. mean <laughs> sort sort of like you know, her rival for getting things done is this really powerful in in Starfleet? president and yeah. she's going to be an obstacle and that's that's okay you got to have your obstacles to tell your stories
0: before we get to the actual event of the week the actual the, the end conversation really cows with burnham she goes i got this thing with the voyager it's pretty dope but you aren't ready and burnham took a friend to that she took umbrage to that where do you side of on this because on one hand burnham has all the experience in the world he said it but on the other hand there may be some things that burnham may not know maybe she doesn't have the experience with what this voyager project's all about
1: we can't have a perfect hero and I think everybody's okay with that. I don't know anyone who really likes discovery who doesn't accept that there are, um, there are weaknesses. Uh, there, there are some areas where Burnham is not perfect. Um, I don't know anyone, uh, who knows how to tell a story who would want that. Uh, so we're all cool with that. I think the people who truly like the show, um, not the people who hate watch it so they can complain that burnham cried or whatever Uh. oh
0: dude i i don't get it man like i'm sorry i'm I'm gonna have a soapbox here which i'm totally derailing the show but like i feel there's so many things out there that people try to get their friends to watch hey you gotta watch the show like we want to increase fandom so we can talk about it hey i watch squid game have you seen squid game and if someone sees it a month too late, it's, you're not a real fan. Ah! <laughs> it's STD for Discovery. Like, I don't understand the point of that, right? Because, again, as a new fan, I go, I want to talk to people. I want to interact yeah. with people. And, but because yeah. everyone's just so territorial, you
1: know? It's weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's, um, I mean, we are deep in uh, a pool uh, that has a currents of toxic fandom going through it. Um, you're gonna find them everywhere you know sports and wrestling um you know we we both love pro wrestling but we we've got friends who are like well of course that was a terrible pay-per-view wwe is always terrible (sighs) i mean you know oh aw is the only good thing (laughs) roh is the only good thing Um, right you know so now we we got to listen to guys who are like oh i miss the good star trek and you know, so that toxicity is always going to be out there. It's just gonna happen. Um, what is exciting for me as a fan, even as an old white male, uh, what's exciting hey, what is up? the the newness. Well, thank you, sir. The, the newness and, and the um the learning, learning about people, learning about characters. Uh, that was one of the beautiful things about Next Generation. They really took you slowly through that and they kind of set it up for all the other series not everybody's the same. Our differences should be explored and, and appreciated and, and uh, sometimes celebrated and sometimes uh, seen uh, for causing conflicts that can be resolved if we really care. Uh, you know, Star Trek is a great way of sort of commenting on life and, and it has gone through commenting on politics. It's gone through commenting on family and, um, you know, we we are now at, at a point where uh, we're learning so much about. Oh man, what is so much on? about. Am I? I've I've been okay with you, right? Because my Wi-Fi yeah. was off this whole time.
0: Yeah, you you've been fantastic with me, baby, <laughs> Captain. <laughs> just, you find the ship.
1: <laughs> just noticed my Wi-Fi was off.
0: Will you be doomed oh. if you weren't good with me? I'm talking to a ghost. <laughs> How have I been communicating with you with my Wi-Fi? Uh, you froze once, but it's a very small thing. But forget oh, about that. Okay, let's go with okay. this, this weird warrior War commander knowledge, man. Thank Distress you. Distress signal. is like, oh, I'm cool. I'm all right. I can do it myself. <laughs> I thought something else was going to be there. I thought it was something he was hiding. I thought it would be a whole different story than what we got. Same here. Thought, Same here. Thoughts about the conflict this week. Did it work for you? Did it not work for you? Where'd you land on it?
1: Uh, You know, there were several times uh, where I thought... This is going one way. Oh no, it's going the other. Okay, I don't know why it's going the other, but it's going the other. Okay, that's fine. And yep. one of them was there are no secrets here. I I was like you. I was like, what have you done, Nellis? What are you <laughs> not telling us? Yeah, an experienced Star Trek fan knows there's usually some secret. Um, I really wonder where we are. Like you know how um in the opening sequence, the opening animation. Uh, credits to uh, Discovery. And it was beautifully placed this week where they give us all of that action sequence and all of that interesting character stuff. They tell us where book's going and they set things up and then they go to the credits. And um, in the past, I've been able to look at the credits and go, oh, I think I know what's coming. Oh, I think I know what this season's going to be about because they'll have all of these things they're hinting around at. Uh, this one I don't know. Other than, I think it's sort of a disaster movie. I think yeah. this, you know, this gravitational anomaly, I guess, is is going to be our our jaws, our our, our big great bad. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: that's a good thing too because I felt like they literally said it's going to be a shift more towards science, right? They and did so- say that. How many times you you see the galaxy for a science vessel without being absolutely ridiculous? Uh, if you're getting more ships that have, like, you know, warheads and stuff like that. You're like, oh, yeah. we're in the science. It's like Murder, She Wrote. What are you doing in this town every week someone dies, lady? Like, there's something really weird about that, you know? <laughs> Probably a deep cut for those of these reporting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so worth seeing, by the way. Uh, watch at least a couple episodes of Murder, She Wrote. You really should. I Yeah. CBS, uh, because, I because it wasn't a terrible show. It really wasn't. Uh, I, you know, one of the things that I'm uh, that I'm kind of happy about is it's that part of Star Trek. Um, how do we handle this scientific thing we don't understand? And how do we work and work and work to understand it? I always liked yeah. the Next Generation episodes where Geordi, Data, and uh, Wesley are, you know, getting together as the nerd herd. And they're trying to solve these problems that no one can understand the only people in the situation who can understand them are these three and they're working and working so that's cool i like that that's very star trek um yeah. i tend to like the the opposition that has a face and a name yeah you know so like when we were dealing with Terra arm is a face <laughs> when he has a dealing, name when we're dealing with the mirror universe like you know they want to kill you you know uh old school klingons they want to kill everybody they hate us um so you know that that was always good for me this show has had a lot of that so to switch over to the science uh and, and i wonder too if they're trying to make up for the burn
0: oh, i has to be they have you know? to be because they, I mean, look, I, I don't like, don't hate doing the they. Because I do a wrestling show and I know it's easy to be like, they can't write, there are the other problems. But oh, it really point. felt last season, as much as I like the show and as much as I, I'm going to be honest, did not like the Red Angel storyline, but it was a means oh. to an end. Got into oh, the yeah. future. I it did it. feel like it, they rolled them into a corner. It was like, there's nothing that we can figure out that you haven't not eliminated to be the burn except for some kind of organic matter. Oh, it's a kid. Hmm. Well, and, 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 but, gratefully, they found a way to make that work for Saru today in this episode yes. because, you know, he's the call's talking to him, kind of motivates him to start thinking about going elsewhere. But at the end of last season three, I was like, damn, well. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, pure listeners out there in the audio version and the video version, that storyline made me decide does Commander's Log even need to come back? So, uh... I mean, it was a big deal because it was like, well, there's nothing we could talk about it. It came like, screw kids. Like, it, it was like, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? There was no real okay. I'm just saying.
1: You know I'm always on board for that conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I hear yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, man. Yeah. So
0: I'm glad. I'm glad.
1: I mean, you know, look, there's always going to be. Um, I I oh, I loved the show Lost. You mm-hmm. know, and so there's always going to be a disappointing explanation. That's just built in. That's baked in. Just, uh, the just the. The explanation, the who done it, the how did that happen, all boils down to something where you go, huh, yeah, yeah. it's kind of a letdown, isn't it? it you're is. absolutely right.
0: You're and it's absolutely always right. going to be.
1: It's always going to mm-hmm. be because you, as a viewer and trying to guess what's going to happen next, you're always going to be smarter than them. They are working under the restriction of they made it up and they are presenting it. And you've had all this time watching it and having it presented to you to ask questions and come up with theories. And some of your theories are very far afield and very wild and bizarre. And then when you come to this, either, I mean, in this case, where it's, uh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, the kid. Oh, which kid? Uh, yes, yes. Um, played by Bill Irwin, just so, so, oh, just so beautifully. Oh, so sweet. Um, and, and uh, and he and and Saru just have such a beautiful relationship. It's really mm-hmm. sweet. Uh, great relationships yeah. in this show, by the way. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah. they, they still maintain them, they're very real and they're very sweet. And one of the things I love about the show, uh, you know, it was funny. Going back to Kanamar, Kalamar? yeah. Uh, going back to Saru's planet. Um, really <laughs> interesting to see their new... Okay, they're using the AR wall now. They're not using green screen anymore. I don't know if you watched uh, the Ready Room.
0: Oh, I did not watch Ready Room.
1: Really worth seeing because they did this uh, documentary package on how their special effects have changed and mm. how... There's actually a giant screen behind them now, showing them the backdrops that they're playing. Oh, sweet! In. So yeah. uh, they don't get to see it as well as the cameras see it because it's made for digital. But they do now have a sense of oh, I'm in this giant hall, and it's underwater, and there are these mysterious smoke creatures outside the windows. I guess like oh, okay, cool. And, and so you're you're seeing some really brilliant beautiful special effects that they haven't had uh before uh in this episode too very exciting um and that that in- very much gets included uh when they're on the deep space uh station uh, and trying to save those those folks you're just seeing some beautiful visuals in this uh upside I have, down
0: exception you know, side whee. <laughs> i was like and that was
1: interesting <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was oh. really interesting <laughs> yeah. uh, and And uh, Nala, right? That's the name of the the commanding officer aboard that deep space. Uh,
0: Commander Nalas.
1: Nalas. To answer a question you asked me like 20 minutes ago, um, (laughs) I love that you have an insecure officer running this place in absolute crisis. And one of the things they have to do is try to get through his insecurities. Yeah. That's just so real. You know how hard it is to be a middle
0: manager of this thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> wife true. and kids. Oh,
1: yeah, it's true. And and I I just totally dug dug that. It it was um I actually watched the episode twice. Uh, you get more the second time around when you no. realize that like his whole staff is is packed into that room because he can't keep them safe anywhere else. And his panic over not being able to keep his crew safe makes him dangerous as F.
0: Yeah. So I well, dug that. Too bad he's dead. Whoops. <laughs> but hey, before man. he died, can we give a can we give a shout out to superhuman Kluber? <laughs> like what <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, I know you had the abs, bro. I like, All
1: right, doctor. Uh,
0: yeah, it was kind of uh, to see. <laughs>
1: yeah, I loved that. I loved that. Culber, I, I Culber is just just the best to me. I I feel like um, I, I I feel like he's one of those guys they didn't see coming, and oh, he's yeah. just so good. Yeah,
0: so, uh, him and and Jet Jet Reno. And those two are definitely like the breakout stars. I would think.
1: Absolutely, and Linus, right? And and where? Oh, where is our Linus? I have not seen Linus. <laughs> you totally reminded me of him. By the way, <laughs> I didn't remember him until you brought him. Up. Where is Linus?
0: Oh, no, Linus, no peace. Be.
1: You better not be on the curry. Right, right. So our our uh, what's going on, man? Our communications guy is uh advising on the curry which I assume is a ship named after Tim Curry, because why would
0: all Or <laughs> Stephen Curry, yeah, Stephen Curry. <laughs> I was about to say that. We, we got whole different relationships here with N Dira and Reese doing pretty much the, 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 the Sulu role, I guess. Uh, yeah. But yeah, my, my guy, my analog, Chief Communications Officer, out there spending the brands. I mean, mm-hmm. the bridge crew was one of the, the many uh, flaws people point out in season one that these guys were kind of like ignored and not talked about, but they're fully fresh people now.
1: Absolutely. And, and what was great was when we saw the uh, mirror universe version of them, all of a sudden they had these great personalities and they're trying to kill each other and they're fighting and stuff. And, uh, I remember watching that going, "Ha! Wow. So these guys have personalities, huh? Well, that's mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if we'll ever see that in the regular universe. Yes starting in season four yes also
0: I, th- I think this has to be a character now burnham never calls a wish again can oh whoa never it was almost like i'm gonna call a you full name because <laughs> reputation matters respect that.
1: Respect. Yeah. respect i love that i love that especially since uh our uh our director is the very famous director
0: went to my college by the way
1: Olatande
0: Asun Yeah, yeah Olatande. Yep. Went to my high school, with uh, my uh, grad school, excuse me. He went to he did did he? the fourth kind uh, a couple years ago. Right. Right. And uh, yeah, got into fold with, um, not Joe Carnahan. Was it Joe Carnahan? I think Joe Carnahan, the guy who, who did Smoking Aces. Uh, oh. Yeah, I think he directed Smoking Aces 2, Assassin's Ball. Uh, and then he became uh, in that Star Trek fold, I think, I believe. And but the fourth kind is what he's known for.
1: He's uh, and the fourth kind was a beautiful movie. I I actually so much appreciate that he bridged from there to here, because his work on Discovery is gorgeous. I think he's yeah. responsible for a lot of what we're seeing, uh, because he is m- one of the most frequently used directors. Uh, I think the the most frequently used director for Discovery, and uh, just love it. I think Kurtzman and he have created this gorgeous show that I really do love. I really do love this show. I hope I hope folks understand that what we say here comes from love.
0: Oh, absolutely, man. I, I get it. Well, for those of us who are in the United States, welcome. I know the whole controversy with the international oh, viewers. Terrible. Um,
1: uh, yeah, There's it seems that right out from under them. I am the so of- angry at Paramount for that.
0: And this is why it gets weird, because if you guys are not American, because uh, Discovery was always a CBS All Access Paramount original. If you are international, the show aired day and day of Netflix. But that's how I became a fan. I was in another country watching the show on Netflix when it was released. Wow. But now that's going to be on a whole new platform that they don't have access to. So I'm kind of, even though I'm an American, I'm like, ha! Ah, I got it first. I'm kind of bumped out. For international fans because that's what got me into the fold but uh absolutely. yeah you're absolutely right they created the creator world and it's one that i love and i want to get more merch of discovery for sure
1: <laughs> and that'll happen you know that yeah. won't not happen yeah
0: <laughs> so one of my favorite bits of last season is when uh, uh captain john went to a stand-up comedy routine about vulcans and gongs but here's my thing uh what is the deal with quajon we finally get a bit of their culture and now
1: it's gone. Oh my god. <laughs> they did such a beautiful job of introducing you to like the most intimate relationship that um the Quejanis have with mm-hmm. their planet, with their world, and it's so beautiful and I'm sitting there going the druid world.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: i love that i love that in you know the far-flung future with all of this technology that there's still this relationship with nature and respect and and uh and conservation like a
0: bar mitzvah that kid wasn't injured at all it was like whatever
1: Is it done or, yet? That is
0: so fast.
1: <laughs> Just gave you some of his blood. You think maybe you could be like, hey, thanks? You think you'd be a He's little like, more appreciative? <laughs> it's right out of there, man. Dude, and what about that situation where they they do the whole thing where you know there's a little bit of sap from the world root of of this beautiful planet, and then a little blood uh, from your family and uh book gives him a little bit of blood and uh then the planet gets flipped out oh i'm sorry i left out the part where the kid goes where's your pendant where's your pendant with the blood and the sap in it and there's a story to that that mm, his dad says no this isn't the time for that story
0: I mean, it's kind of contrived because while your dad be like hey they're a brother of mine would you like to do this instead <laughs> but, but I understand I'm I'm with that because things are a little bit too safe right but Yeah, had had to fight for a spot they're holding yeah. hands with the captain they have an open relationship it, it yeah. seems too perfect why not give him a backstory and that's the way to do it
1: yeah I mean um, I always loved this uh, about book that they were basically creating that he is not of a sort of heavy metal kind of a a technological bent that he's more about life forms and he's more about uh, you know, nature and, and that's a big part of the universe. I mean, it really is. Uh, So it it was great. that such a cool guy with like the coolest spaceship ever. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, as Burnham points out, like, why do you have a pet? Why don't you just have a holographic goldfish? Like, right because he's he relates to living things he's really great with living things and that's just one of the sort of magical things about him uh but you're right now we have that huge burden that he will carry from this point onward of his beautiful planet is gone and taken by this disaster movie villain this big bad um that we don't know anything about and oh lord i hope it's not a kid throwing a, a fit
0: <laughs> imagine if it was it's, it's me again <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: uh, what do you think it is
0: man what do you think, it is? you think it's a people you think it's a device? you think it's a anti-dilithium
1: uh you know that's interesting um it would be interesting if it's a weapon that that would definitely open up from where we are that would give some being uh you know a role behind it as uh, some personality some big bad that could be uh taken on uh if it is simply an environmental problem okay all right let's see what's going on there i mean the Science. problem with di- dilithium uh has c- has powered warp um vehicles warp vehicles as we have seen um i think in the last couple of seasons of next generation and i think they sort of mention it as we go along in the future is um you know warp travel it does take its toll on the universe it does kind of break down um you know the environment that it's used in so i don't know there might be some reaction from the environment of that i would I would really like to think it's something that we could fight as opposed to, you know, a giant oil leak in space. you know., <laughs> Whew, guys for the, the environment. Ugh. <laughs> the, the kind Jeez. of stuff that we have right now with you know giant oil leaks in the Gulf and, and all of this, like, all right, yeah, I mean, you know, it's kind of regular to us. We're dealing right. with this stuff all the time
0: so is that what you want you want you want that giant fight the deck like is that something else or i
1: would like to know this is a weapon honestly that's yeah to cut right through it that's what i would like to see this is a weapon and someone's using it if Mm -hmm. they're yeah and and that would make them so powerful they would be really hard to beat i don't know who it is i don't i don't know you know i don't think they've hinted around it anything I don't think there are any breadcrumbs here. I'm I jump. hope I'm wrong. Uh,
0: my quote of the episode is uh, with a moment with Saru and Sukal. And uh, Saru says, uh, One can't have all the lives it desires. Balance is possible. Is it not? And I was like, man, that's Zen as hell! I was like, ah! Work-life balance. What? I mean, I thought it was pretty
1: dope. (laughs) That balance moment is so beautifully done. That's just some good acting right there, because Sukal's like using a um a form of speech of like eh eh yeah, and and that's I mean uh definitely um they are capable of that. His race. Um, they're capable of a lot of nuance in their uh, communications. I, I just love that. I feel like they really worked hard and they really came up with their own sort of, you know, expressions and and uh, kind of feelings that they share. And there's a yeah. lot of love there, which, let's face it, us Trek fans, we do dig that. We do dig people caring about each other and loving each other or kind of yeah. just dorks like that.
0: That, before we get out of here just real quick thoughts about gray it looks like gray is back and better than ever no and, and probably working the campaign to have a body
1: right uh thoughts about
0: that storyline as
1: it carries over uh that's interesting they hinted around at that and frankly i could use that at this point because the kids have always been for me where it gets the weakest and i'd kind of like to see that you know manifest itself in an interesting way if 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 that body is just obtained without any issues i don't know what that's going to be like it's going to be like you know what i do know what that's going to be like it's going to be like at the end of picard season one where they create a new body for him that just happens to be this old rickety body he already had
0: right i was like let's (laughs) <laughs> Surprise! Done and done. <laughs> My work here is complete. No, I I, I was wondering that like, or, or, what if they find a body and it's not physically attractive? That'd be kind of cool. But the problem I have with that is a deer has such little screen time that might be a bit too much. Yeah. um I I like the fact of of her they I like they getting back with their their boyfriend. Sure, but yeah. like I don't. I I I, I guess it's kind of me being weird because I feel like I'm being really like old school about it. The idea of splitting uh a, a temporary holder of the symbiote seems odd to me like it as i understood what the trill was it yeah. feels weird to do it that way but if you're going to do it that way i hope it's as seamless as possible so she's not doing the great kazoo and talking to someone that no one else can see <laughs> that's that won't fit here on a science ship
1: <laughs> that really bothered me too that's that conversation they had where she's just talking to the air that's yeah. like well you know come on that would be a little more awkward than it than they're making it out to be. And then they have her being awkward and like, yeah, I'm ready and rearing and sign sealed and delivered. And I should probably stop talking right now. Because
0: Tilly's kidding. been locked in now. Tilly moved on from that. So you have to give it to somebody.
1: Good point. Holy cow. Adorable. Holy cow. And that's another thing I'm looking forward to in this season is seeing what role Tilly has going forward. She's carrying a little bit of weight and gravitas Swag. now. Wag. Please forgive me for saying she's carrying a little bit of weight. That's not at all. I I was saying swag.
0: Swag. (laughs) Don't get us canceled. (laughs) We just got back here.
1: (laughs) I love her. I love her. She's perfect. But I I do want her to be a serious character dealing with some serious stuff. And that I'm sure that's going to happen. They don't let us down with Tilly.
0: Well, I can't wait. Next week is Thanksgiving. Doesn't matter because Turkey Day is going to have a brand new episode of Star Trek Discovery. I think we're going to be here same time next week, but we'll work it out because, hey, look, Please. man, on demand works, but I love it when
1: it's live,
0: baby. Captain yep. John, the world will follow you online, do all that fun stuff. How to go about doing
1: that? Uh, the best way to uh, find Starbase 80 is either uh, find the page on Facebook or go over to Twitter. And this is up my Twitter handle right here uh and that is starbase 80 uh and starbase 80 the show is on sundays and we come out uh 2 p.m in the eastern time zone 11 a.m and when i thought it was the eastern block i was like really (laughs) you were back in time
0: (laughs) 2 p.m in the eastern block (laughs) I,
1: believe me, I made that mistake in the past. Uh, co- communist West Virginia, I've actually said. That. Uh, Flobo is, uh, is with us most of the time, unless he's out there working and being awesome. And uh, then we let him go and we let him explore the world, um, yeah. seeking out new life forms and new civilizations. But yes, Starbase80 on Twitter, really the best place to find me.
0: And I come back like, space crazy, y'all. Uh, yeah. But every Sunday, Starbase, 80, follow them on Twitter and on Facebook page. It's a cool show. Crazy. Go back in time to the other uh, different versions, iterations of Star Trek. Fantastic. And I haven't been fired yet because my attendance has been absolutely dreadful. But please check it out there every Sunday. You're uh, out there uh,
1: <laughs> making the universe a better place. That's uh, I- Look, we allow that.
0: I'm just trying to pay rent. Uh, DJ Flopito, please book me. Flupito.com. uh Yes, Commanders Log is back here on the YouTube channel, uh, on, on Facebook and Twitch as well. Audio versions now available on whatever you get your podcast oh, for Commanders Log. And, well, until um, next week, uh, live wrong and prosper, man. Hey. Ah, we're getting old!